Okay, let us begin with Beisai. We're continuing here, Beis Hashem, in the seventh parak. Working our way up in terms of different levels of a an understanding, a deep recognition, an appreciation of really how much we can and should rely on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Chavazvavas now, after you, he says that we rely on a mother and a father and other people and people that we work with, an employer and employees, and even in ourselves. And then finally, we believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when things are totally out of our control. Now, the next level, if we have even a greater recognition of Bitochen, then we'll be able to shift our Bitochen and mount more of our Bitochen even in areas where we ourselves think we do have some ability, some maneuvering to be able to bring out the desired result. Even the person feels he also has an ability to be able to determine the outcome. For example, when a person is involved and engaged in some sort of livelihood that brings him into dangerous situations, things that could be of a danger to his life. Now why is this even mutter? So this we know to Gemar Bo based on a Pasuk in Chumash of the Gemara talks about why does the person, the employee, go up on a tree and risks his life to be able to work to bring down the fruits? Why does a person go up on a high scaffold to, to do work on a, on a tall building? Why does a person take trips to places that could be very dangerous? So the terrorist says, because the person uh, needs to earn a livelihood. And they, we give permission. Permission is granted to the person of Eilam to put himself in Sakona. It's an interesting Kiddush. person wanted to just take a leisurely trip and he puts himself in Sakona. That uh, indeed is not Mutter. But for Parnosa purposes, we see here and is it, that is permissible. The famous Tshuva in the Neidah Yehuda. And Yeridea Simen Yud, he was asked, is it permissible to go hunting? Is a Jew allowed to go hunting? Questions of Tzar Balechayim. And part of the question was, is it, he's putting himself in Sakana, so the Yehuda says over there, if it was for Parnosa purposes, if, if the person was a hunter, and that's what he did as a livelihood, he caught animals and he sold the meat or he sold the fur, then it would be mutter. But just to go for, uh, for enjoyment, he says, if it's a sakana, you want to be able to do that. But here, a person is doing it for his parnosa, so be mutter. But yet, since this person realizes that he doesn't have to do this, the one who gives out the parnosa doesn't need him to do the work that he's doing, doesn't need him to put himself in sakana. And therefore, these areas of putting himself in sakana, or interesting that he puts that parallel to putting himself in Sakana. So either one example is a person does a Parnasa which he puts himself in Sakana. Another example is that a person, he just, he is, it is so exerting that he has no Kaychis left. So if a person all of a sudden stops and thinks 
And he's He's able to strengthen his recognition, realization that HaKadosh Baruch who's in charge. So he will leave them. He'll be able to leave those areas of Parnassah or leave those endeavors or leave the, the, the fact that he's working so hard and exerting himself so much. He'll put his bitachin in Hashem shayat rifeyu that Hashem could provide him with a person can get to the realization that he's not the one who brings Parnas anyway. He's putting in Ishtadlus. So why do I have to put in Ishtadlus? Why do I have to work 10 hours a day if I, don't have to, if I can only work 8 hours a day? Now, a person has to be honest with himself. If he's doing it because he's lazy, then he's saying, I'd rather not work so much. That's not out of Bitochen. But if a person sincerely says, why am I working so much? Why am I putting in so many hours? Why am I putting so much effort? That it wears down the body. What's wrong with wearing down the body? Because he says to himself, it doesn't afford me time and energy and mental capacity to be able to serve Hashem in other ways. And I feel I'm putting himself so much time into my livelihood where I shouldn't have to. Because could certainly provide for me without putting in that much effort so much intensity, or putting myself in in Siba Samasukonis, putting myself in dangerous places. So if a person gets to that level of bitachin, v'yanichem, he'll leave those areas, he'll leave those endeavors, lebitchenim because of his bitachin and Hashem, that Hashem could provide him Hashem could allow me to have a much easier job. This this thought process that a person gets to this point where He's involved in Parnosa, but before he recognizes that it's really only a Heshtadlis, and Hashem is doing it, so <clears throat> my Rebbe used to explain it like this, the Mashkiel Zogazun said, he used to say it like this, a person comes to Shul, and he davens B'Kavona, a sincere davening, and he's having in mind, Hashem give bracha to this year, I give bracha to my parnosa. And really, subconsciously, what he's really saying is, Hashem, listen, I know this business in and out, backward and forward. I'm very skilled at it. I know how to do it. I can take care of it. But Hashem, I know that you're much stronger than I am. And I know, Hashem, if you want... You could make everything haywire. You could turn the whole world over. You could make it that this whole Parnas will go down the tubes. You could make it that I won't be successful. I know you have that capacity. You have that power. So, Hashem, please don't disturb. Don't get in the way. I, I could take care of business, but just don't mess it up. That a person's not expressing that, he's not verbalizing that in actuality, but that's what's going through his mind. What's going through his mind is, Hashem, I need my parnasa, not, not that you're giving me parnasa. I'm doing my parnasa, Hashem. But I need my parnasa, sort of, allow me to do it. Allow me to do what I'm good at. That is really, if a person thinks, is that what really he's thinking when he says, instead of saying, saying, Hashem, I'm just putting in my effort. I'm just going, putting in the best that I can do. And then when he realizes that, and he says, and Hashem, really, you're doing everything. Then he gets to the point, he says, why do I have to be working so hard? Why do I have to put so many hours in? 
If Hashem is doing it anyway, I don't have to put in so many hours. If I think it's all up to me, then I feel, huh, I need to put in more, more time, more money. And if I want to really get the uh, the desired results, if I want to become rich, so I got to put myself in those difficult situations, those dangerous situations. But if a person gets to this point in his bitachin, so it has nothing to do with me. It all has to do with the Kajbohu. So what am I making myself crazy for? Why don't I calm down? Why don't I scale back a little bit? Not out of laziness, but out of the understanding that the effort that I put in, the more effort that I put in, is not going to produce more results. And that's really the advantage of having me talking. It wouldn't be an Aveira necessarily to work the 10 hours instead of the 8 hours. But the advantage of Bitochen is that he wouldn't have to wear himself down as he has more time to daven. He can daven with a clearer head. He has more time to learn. He has more time to spend with his family because it is Bitochen. That's the advantage of the Bitochen. It provides for him and allows him that serenity of mind and that extra time to be able to do the things that a person is supposed to do and the other areas of life. Let us continue one more line here. And we go up now, I think this is the eighth Madrega, the eighth level. And his Bitochen becomes even stronger. His recognition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of everything becomes even stronger. Then, he'll shift over. All of his Bitochen to Hashem. In every cause, in everything that has to happen. The difficult things, the demanding things, the the dangerous things, and even the easy things. That's a whole new madrega. That's a level where the Rabbi Nien writes in Mishle on the Pasik, that the says, In all of your ways, you should know Hashem. You should be aware of Hashem. You should be cognizant of Hashem. What's behold Rachach in all your ways? Says Rabbi Niyayinu, there are many people who for the major things in life, person for Shaduchim, maybe for his Parnosa, maybe for an illness that's going on, for the major things in life, that, of course, he places his Bitochen in Hashem, and he damns to Hashem, and he knows Hashem, and he knows Hashem's in charge, and therefore he goes to Hashem with Tefillah. But on the small, insignificant things which he says, uh, listen, you know, these things I can handle myself. I, there's no, it's not of uh, epic proportions. Not I can handle myself. So for th- those instances, he doesn't dabit Hashem on that. On the small little things, sometimes he says, I can do it myself. Other times he says, like, All right, even if it doesn't happen, no big deal. That's really saying that Akkadosh Baruch Hu is not in charge of that. It's really... Sometimes our mindset says, of course, he, he's running the whole world. He has to be worried if, uh, if I'm going to the store now and I really want them to have a certain snack item that I'm interested in. It, does it really matter to Baruch Hu and he's interested whether I have that snack item or not? I should daven to Hashem that they should have that snack item. I should sort of, like, even it's, it's, it's for these little silly things to, to the Bayrei so Rabbeinu says, that's because we don't understand the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so superior and so great. To him, it's all the same. Whether the person has the snack item, or whether the person is going to win the lottery, or whether he's going to get better from a terminal illness, it's all the same to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
in every matter in life, in all of your travels in life, in every derech that we're going through, that's what he's saying over here. Because the kala, things difficult, things easy. And when a person gets to that level, so then indeed his whole approach to his parnas will be totally different. It will be the approach of, I'm working because HaKadosh Baruch wants me to work. He's mechaven in his work. Hashem wants me to work. And I'm always careful doing the mitzvahs that I have to when it when uh, when he goes to work. This is really this idea of Behold is like the Shalom HaKadosh writes. The Shalom HaKadosh says that whatever person is doing anything, even a small thing, he's going to cross the street. He's going to buy something in the store. He should always say, Emir Hashem. And he says it ties in, there's an allusion to this in a posse we say every day, There's many thoughts, many plans that a person has. But the counsel of Hashem, what He wants, he so that will be standing. That's what's going to remain. And Atzas Hashem, He Sokum, Hey Yud Aleph, those Oisiyah, says the Shalom stands for Im Yirza Hashem. He says that therefore a person should be Rogal Alashayim, a person should be accustomed to say, everything he's going to do. I want to do this, in Yirza Hashem, it should be successful. In Yirza Hashem, I should be able to do this. Im Yirza Hashem, if Hashem wants, then I'll be able to be successful. The Shalom Kodesh says that's what it should be, that's what a person should say. Because in Yirza Hashem puts Hashem into the picture. It shows that Kodesh Baruch is in charge of the biggest things in life and the smallest things in life. To us, they're insignificant, they're small. But the truth is that Kodesh Baruch Hu is nothing big, nothing small. It's all Him controlling. We have to get used to that, we get accustomed to that. It is That itself is Mechazek Abitachin. Agutenacht.